Okay, we're back. So usually on Tuesdays we drop full-length pods, but Jack had something come up. So you are just going to get a game recap with me. It is when you're listening to this Tuesday, December 26th, the day after Christmas. Christmas is a day where the Celtics beat up on the Lakers, kind of. They won the game. The Celtics had a very impressive display in the second half. And forgive me because I'm looking at my upper screen here. Uh, and they, they took down the Lakers 126 to 115. It was a game that started off in a way where every Celtics fan would have wanted it to start off. The Celtics went up 12-0 before the first TV timeout. The lead then stretched to 18 at one point. They went up 32-14. to and then it got worse. Then things got worse. By the time halftime rolled around, the Lakers were down just one. It was 58-57. And it wasn't exactly what you wanted to see from the Celtics. They didn't continue their offensive onslaught, which they had put together in the first quarter. They looked really great coming out of the gates. They were red hot. I think they shot like, I think they kept saying on the broadcast, 69% from long range, or at least overall. And after that, their offense couldn't do anything. They were missing open threes. It was a rough game for Hauser, who has been slumping quite a bit lately. I, I really hate to name drop him as the first guy in this video, but he was 0-4 from three. Uh, but Al Horford wasn't much better. He was another guy off the bench that at least started off rough. He he was 2-4 on the game from deep, but in the first half, he wasn't that great. And Porzingis missed a lot of threes today, too. He was 2-8, of eight, but in the first half, he only made one. All of those guys contributed to what was a not-so-great second quarter. The one savior in that quarter was Peyton Pritchard, who played really well. He played 12 minutes today, 4 of 8 shooting uh, for 10 points. So he, he looked pretty good. He was the only guy that gave them anything early on in the second. But once halftime rolled around, things turned around. The Celtics put it together, played a menace of a third quarter. They looked great behind uh, an inspired Start to the second half from the boy Chris Stops, who shot four of five for 13 uh, third quarter points. They outscored the Lakers 41 to 33 in the third to balloon the lead up to nine. And then they closed this one out pretty solid, too, because they held the Lakers to just 25 fourth quarter points and they outscored them again. Uh, Jason Tatum showed up pretty well in the fourth quarter, three of four for six points. And um, we all went home happy on Christmas. So, that's the overview for you of this one. Overall, I think you really could point at just about everybody in the starting lineup and be like, great job, sir. Kristaps, 11 of 19 for 28 points is a very impressive display. He was also tasked partially with the um, challenge of slowing down Anthony Davis, who had 40 points. So, as a team, the Celtics didn't handle him all that great, but they did a good enough job on everybody else where it didn't hurt. LeBron only had 16, but Chris Tops overall was very important, like I mentioned. In the third quarter, he helped them stretch the lead out, and he was really good closing down the stretch. He had a nice, loud put-back dunk to kind of ice things off in the fourth quarter. But good for him. Coming off an ankle injury in that Kings game, as soon as he turned the ankle, he has been Superman. Turned his ankle in the Kings game, Delivered an onslaught this game, plays really well, might have been the best scorer on the floor. 
for the Celtics. He also had 11 rebounds and two blocks. Monster block on LeBron. Who doesn't love seeing LeBron get blocked? If I wanted to pick on Chris Stops at all, though, I would say four of seven from the free throw line probably isn't good enough. Got to knock him down there, big fella. Second best guy. This is tough. I think we're going to go Derek White in honor of Jack, who is not here. Derek White, another double-double, 18 and 11. He shot 8 of 13 from the field, 2 of 4 from deep. It was a pretty efficient night for him. He was a plus 16, tied for a team high with Chris Stops, and he was everywhere. I mean, he he had two blocks, just like Chris Stops did, and he was great. I mean, he is getting national recognition. J.J. Redick tweeted about him online today. He said, Derek White is an all-star. J.J. has been on the D. White train slightly less long than Jack has, but he has been a big proponent of Derek White, big supporter of him. And, I mean, it's deserved. Chris Stops talked about it after the game at the podium. He said, I didn't realize how good D. White was. He just makes the right play all the time, and that's the perfect teammate. So if you have guys calling you the perfect teammate, there really isn't a whole lot much more to say other than that. The guy rules. He does it on both ends of the floor. It was a great display of that today because he was switched on to Anthony Davis a few times, especially in the second half. He got some stops. Not everybody was able to get stops. He got Davis to miss some shots. He was in the right place. He had a huge block. I think it was Reeves that was driving. and The Lakers were kind of on a run. Derek White put an end to it. Celtics got out in transition. And then on the offensive end, not only was he scoring, but setting up his teammates is such a crucial part of his game. The Celtics did give up smart this summer. Somebody that was a big playmaker for them. And you've seen the, the point guard duties Go to Derek White. Joe Mazzulla said it over the summer that he was going to be the starter. And he's done a great job when he's actually tasked with that. He hasn't always been the primary ball handler or the primary assist man. But today, 11 assists, excellent work from him. Can't complain. Next guy up, Drew Holiday. This was a great Drew Holiday game. He had it from the jump. He shot 7 of 10 from the field for 18 points. Just like Derek White, he had a good assist game. Seven assists, also seven rebounds and a block. Pretty good day for the man. And he was huge getting the Celtics going in this one. He made a couple big threes in the first quarter, and he just continued to be nails for them throughout this one. Big three games for Drew Holiday. He had 20 points in the win over Sacramento as well as the win over the Clippers. Now 18 today for a plus 15. He's another one like Derek White that brings it on both ends of the floor. You really can't ask much more than that played 38 minutes today second on the team behind Tatum and he gave you everything he had for all 38 of them he was crucial to the victory and it's really great to see him hitting his stride lately here because early on this season you may not have been overly impressed with Drew Holiday Drew Holiday has been fine he has done everything the Celtics have asked of him but now you're starting to see him pick his spots to be the initiator, to be the guy that is pushing the pace, forcing the issue, going to the basket, or creating threes for himself. He's done a really good job at it. I don't have his numbers in front of me for the season. I'm going to pull him up right now while I filibuster here. But he has been super-duper efficient. And there's really not much more you can ask from a guy that's taking a diminished role from what he had last year than to be efficient. 
on the season. He's 46% from the field, 42% from beyond the arc. That's nails, dude. That that rules. From a guy that's sometimes your fifth scoring option, to be able to be that consistent when his role is shifting consistently, that's awesome. That's why you traded for him. That's why you gave up first-round picks. That's why you gave up Rob in Brogdon. Drew Holiday's been great. This is a career high for him in plus-minus. He's got six double-doubles already this year. On the season last year as an all-star, he had 16. The Celtics are what? Twenty. He's played 27 games. He played 67 last year. That's pretty good ratio for double-doubles. He just looks great. He's been under control, and he's been a really strong veteran presence for the Celtics team. Whether they felt they needed it or not, he has stepped up big time in that regard. So shout-out to Drew Holiday, who was just a really, really great force for them getting out early. Then comes the Jays. Jason Tatum had 25 points in this game. He wasn't great through the first, I don't know, first half. I didn't think he was great. Jack disagreed with me. We texted about this during the game. He was one of six from three, six of 15 from the floor. He really didn't force the issue today. However, he did do other stuff. Eight rebounds, seven assists for Tatum, along with 25 points. He got himself to the line really well. I know in the pregame chat, Joey Spatulas really, really wanted to see a good force the issue game from the Celtics because the Lakers are a team that plays hard inside, forces the officials to blow the whistle, and he wanted the Celtics to match it. And Tatum did a great job of that. 13 free throws, made 12 of them on a season that he hasn't really been as reliable from the free throw line. Good day for him. Good day at the line. He's He was solid, plus 10. He just didn't have the most efficient shooting day. He's going to break out of the shooting slump here sooner or later. But the impressive thing about Tatum's game to me, and also Jack, was that he was able to step up in the other ways, setting up his teammates, crashing the glass, even a block. Those are the things that superstars need to do. And as a team, I thought that the Celtics handled this really well. Tatum didn't really have it today. Even if he played well, he didn't have his shot. They did not force the ball to him. Tatum took the third most shots on the team. I couldn't tell you the last time that was the case. I'm not going to look it up because I'm not a freak. But it's not frequently. That's for sure. They went to what worked. Kristaps going inside, posting up work today. He was able to get a couple whistles in his favor. Happy to see it. Good for him. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. On the other hand, Jalen Brown took 17 shots. He wasn't really much more efficient than Tatum, 7 of 17. 1 of 5 from deep. He got kneed in the back by LeBron, which I'll talk about in a minute because I have some thoughts on that. And I don't have Jack here to check me, so get ready. But he had 19 points. Those two guys didn't have to be the main features today, and that was impressive because in the past, it's always been that. Instead, the other guys all stepped up, and they did it efficiently, and it's why they won. You have 
Drew Holiday and Derek White shooting 61.5% from the field and 70% respectively, while Kristaps shoots 58% while only making 25% of his threes. That's how you win basketball games when your stars don't have it. They are taking full advantage of the stacked top half of the roster in their learning to play as a team. Sounds ridiculous. Pro players having to learn to play as a team, but there are usually growing pains when teams like this come together. Just look at the Bucs who have been solid this year. I think they lost their eighth game today when they lost to the Knicks. They looked rough. But overall, they got off to a slower start than a lot of people would have thought. That's what happens. When you make a big move bringing Dame in, you have to adjust. The Celtics have had to adjust. Drew Holiday in particular has had to adjust. And he did a great job of that. He's done a great job of that. If he's able to continue this upward trend of scoring and doing it efficiently, I got to look at his last few games. I'm sorry. This is going to be the big Drew Holiday like praise episode. I was just so impressed with him today. I don't have anything else for you. Last five games. Come on. Come on, NBA.com with your worst interface in the game. All right. Last three games for Holiday where he had his best scoring performances in recent memory. 21 points against the Kings on 53% from the field, 7 of 13. Saturday, 20 points, 8 of 12 from the field, 67%. Efficient. Four of six from three. The three-point shooting has been nails. Today, 18 on seven of ten. You cannot ask for anything else from this guy in in a minimal role. It's insane. People are not talking about it. I'm going to write about it for Celtics blog, I think. I have some time tomorrow. I want to talk about Drew Holiday. Give him the recognition. He's doing the other stuff, too. Ten assists against Sacramento. Seven the other day. Seven today. He's on the glass. He does it all. He had some huge offensive rebounds today. Sorry, this has been discombobulated. I don't have Jack to steer me straight. Keep me on track. But the the present he had two big offensive rebounds today. The Celtics did a pretty solid job on the offensive glass, actually. He got 11 rebounds to LA's 13. Wasn't the best. I don't know. Felt like they got him in timely situations. What do you want out of me? All right. I'm going to talk about LeBron. I have to talk about LeBron. Drives me nuts every time I watch him play. We got like a watered-down LeBron today, it felt like. He did say he just wanted to spend Christmas with his kids and he didn't care about the Celtics, so there's that. But he was 5 of 14 for 16 points. This was the Anthony Davis game. And LeBron made it about him for, I don't know, like two minutes there in the first half when he threw a flying knee at Jalen's back and then realized Jalen might be hurt, so he acted like he tore every ligament in his knee and laid there and had the team staff come out. I couldn't tell you the last time LeBron... Or I watched a LeBron game where LeBron didn't look like he was going to be out for the season. I think I watched him play Phoenix in the in-season tournament. And he he had one of these moments where he was like, oh boy, like I might be done. And then he was in in two minutes. It's a signature move from him. And I really didn't like the, the play on Brown. Like he definitely fouled him. I don't really know what he was trying to do with his knee. I'm not, I don't really think he was trying to hurt him, but he definitely wasn't like doing anything basketball related. Hits him in the lower back. They don't get a whistle. I don't know. And then he had the moment where he he like made the Lakers burn their last challenge today when he got the block on Tatum, which was clean, according to Scott Foster and the fellas. Shout out to Scott Foster, one of the all-time great officials. 
went to the scorers table after the challenge and was like, listen, LeBron didn't foul him, but, and then everyone started cheering. He was like, wait a minute, you guys are all going to hate this. And he was like, it's still a foul on the Lakers. Tatum's still going to shoot two free throws. LeBron just has one less foul. So LeBron threw a tantrum, got Darvin Ham to burn LA's last challenge. And a game where I'm pretty sure the Lakers fans were none too pleased with the officials. In the first half. In the first half, they used both their challenges. I think they won them both, though. So good for them, right? They got to take something from this game. But I really don't have a whole lot more to say on this. I'd like to see Hauser make some threes. When they went cold in the first half, it was like a big on him thing. Because he had some really good looks. And I want him to take his open looks. This is not me saying... Sam Hauser, don't shoot threes. Shoot all the threes. You just got to start making them. Again, pretty proud of uh, Pritchard. Kato was not good in this game, actually. That's another guy. He's, he's going to get some flack. Nebius Kato played just under seven minutes. He had three fouls. And he didn't get a whole lot of stops. Could have been better. This was a really weird, like, letdown game for him because he'd been so good on this road trip because he's got an opportunity with Cornette out. Cornette was healthy today. Missoula did not play him. Missoula only went, what, nine deep today? Yeah, no Banton or Brissett. Kind of disappointed not to see Brissett. But Kata didn't really shine, and the opportunity got over Cornette. So I would keep my eyes on that Thursday night against the Pistons. Who's going to get the minutes first off the bench? He just looked lost on defense. Fouled Davis a couple times. Mind you, it's not like an easy ask to be like, go cover Anthony Davis. But it wasn't his best showing of this trip. At following a 14-12 and double-double with a six-minute game where you had three fouls and a rebound isn't the best. But what are you going to do? Sometimes you're going to have a bad game. I don't think it means Kate is not an NBA player. I don't think it means the Celtics shouldn't play him. I do think it means maybe everyone should pump the brakes on how great he is. I think he's fine. And I think all third-string bigs the Celtics have had over the last couple of years have been fine. People expect far too much out of these guys. That's why they are where they are. They're going to be inconsistent. It happens. The Cornette versus Cated thing will be an interesting piece going forward, though. Overall, kind of a fun game. Sucked that it got close in the first half, but the Celtics did a really great job of closing this one out. It was not a game I thought that they were going to win. I bet against them multiple times in the second half because I thought they were going to melt down. They did a really good job of not only weathering the storm, but doing it in their own way. I thought they did a really good job of running on the Lakers, an older team, a slower team that doesn't really want to get out. They outran them. There was a made basket where Drew Holiday took the ball. I believe it was him. Sorry if I'm taking credit away from somebody else. Took the ball up. Porzingis sprinted the floor, outran all the Lakers, and got a lob. And that was in a crucial stretch of the game when the Lakers were really knocking at the door. Celtics just said, we don't even need to do anything. Just get out and run. We outran them. Sick. Good job. Just good moments from the Celtics in the big spots today. They did a good job at holding their own. The Lakers were down 18. They battled all the way back to Celtics. Look at that. I lagged, and I'm the only one in here that's special. NBA.com is going to tell me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Lakers' biggest lead was two. It was two. So that means the Celtics did a great job at putting an end to things when they got too dirty. So good job, Celtics. Next game, Thursday night against our Pistons, baby. Might be going to tie the all-time losing streak record at 28 games. They play the Nets as you list this later tonight. 
they lose that, it'll be 27 straight. Celtics would make it 28 straight, which is the all-time record. All right. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you very much for sticking with me, listening or watching. If you're watching or on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the How About Them Celtics channel. Hit the notification bell so you see all of our videos, not just the ones with me in them. Uh, Jack and I will be back for a full-length pod maybe tomorrow to make up for not being a full-length one today with the holiday and everything. There's also Talk and Seas with Bobby Kravitsky. One of those will be out later this week. It won't drop at 5 a.m. like the rest of the videos, but it'll be there. So keep your eyes peeled, notification bell for that. We also have game recaps like this one, full-length pods, 30-minute live streams for pregame shows, trade rumor breakdowns, film breakdowns. We got all of it. So subscribe. Leave a like. Tell us what you thought of the Lakers game. Comment. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple. If you're there, follow us for the audio versions of all of the full-length pods as well as the game recaps. This should be there. You can leave us a five-star review, too. We'd appreciate that very much. You can find us via email if you want to chat. Be a part of the full-length pods. We read emails every show. We really enjoy it. You can reach us at hbtcpod at gmail.com. Make sure you comment on the videos, what's popping, or if you send us an email, say what's popping to be entered in our $10 gift card giveaway for Impopmito. Impopmito has over 60 flavors of popcorn, all of them excellent. You got sweet, salty, seasonal, spicy. You can imagine it. They got it. Follow us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. The Facebook is just the name of the podcast. You can find our live streams there as well as YouTube and Twitter. Even though I think they bug today on Twitter, they're usually there. You can follow Jack on Twitter at NBA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Come on. Tackle. Tackle. Tackle.